What's going on, everybody? This is No Holes Bars. As always, this is Big Burn. Big Burn with uh, Jorge from Jersey. How you doing today, Jorge? I am fine. How is the Sunshine State doing today? I guess the sun's out. Hope the buns is out. <laughs> I hear you. I kind of missed that being when I was in Florida. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, this episode, we got a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to the sports. We got a lot of playoff action. We got a lot of debates. But first, shall we dabble into a little of the uh, basketball since the viewership has went up 39% since last year? Let's talk about some basketball, shall we? Yes, let's We're talk. Uh, it's very interesting that the basketball uh, viewership has went up since LeBron got knocked out of the playoffs. Nah, you, you said that. You just you said that right now. That, or you, you think it's because we have a lot of upsets in teams that we normally don't see in this position in Eastern and Western Conference Finals? What do you think is the reason for the 30% bump up in viewership? First of all, you're a little, you're a little LeBron hater, okay? All right. Yes, I am. I'll probably do a minute, too. <laughs> you need to chill. Yes. You need I don't to, deny that. You need to chill. LeBron here. You need to chill because that report came out before. No, nah, actually, it came out after he got eliminated in the first round. But it has been very upsetful. It's been very eventful. This has been one of the best playoffs in the last three years, man. When it comes to, oh, man, you don't know who's going to win. Who, who who saw Atlanta coming out of nowhere? I, I didn't see Atlanta coming out of nowhere. I didn't no. think that 76 was going to choke in the second half every single game of the of, of the second <laughs> round. Like, who saw that coming? Like, damn, they played great. And then it was like somebody passed the sticks to the other guy in 2K. Like, all right, man, here you go. You can play him now. But I don't know what to – that's what it looked like out there, man. It looked sad. But – um. I, I don't know about you, but I am enjoying the playoffs. Um, I I, um, I think censorship has gone up because of the, what's it called, competitive nature of the sport. Well, I um I, I have to say that, you know, I didn't think Markey was going to make it. I believe if uh, Brooklyn was 100% healthy, I, I think they would be in this, in this position, but injuries matter. So that allowed Milwaukee to uh, take that series, and uh, the last game they just creamed they creamed Atlanta. Uh, so we'll see what the third game uh, brings. But uh, like I said, you take Atlanta lightly, you're treading on bad water because Atlanta, you know, Trey Young is the truth right now, and uh, you sleep on Atlanta, you going to be going home early. That's yeah. Philadelphia and New York. Well, that last game did not prove him to be the truth because they beat them in the first half. Like, literally, like, I turned the game off and watched something else. Literally, by halftime, it was done. Like, they, Trey Young didn't play in the fourth quarter. It was done. So, he has to really prove, he got to really put up some numbers and figure out um, how to play better since that last game, even though it's going to be in Atlanta. But they still need to come out strong because that last game, they were booty hole. They was booty. They was just yeah. That's true. He didn't have a good game, but he he's not. He's had more good games in these playoffs than bad games, and that's why Atlanta is where Atlanta is at right now. But I think uh, that I think they'll win at home, though. I I, I think they'll win at home. Yeah, I I agree. Also, 
Uh, but Milwaukee's got to get two, at least get one game out of there because if they go out, if they go back to Milwaukee and this is three to one, uh, Milwaukee's. <laughs> I don't know if Milwaukee's gonna be able to pull it out. And then we have the Clippers and the uh, and and the Suns. I think you stick a nail in this in, in the in the Clippers, man. They're done. They, yeah, the, the Clippers had to win last night. They uh, are they did not. done. The uh, referees, I don't even. I don't even know. Yeah, did you uh, see the game? Did you see? Did you see the game? Yes, I did. I did. Did you watch see? It, yes. Did you see that fourth quarter? Did you see the first, the last two minutes? Yes, I did. Did you see how crazy that shit was? It was nuts. Yes, I did watch it. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" That was crazy. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't see. I, I, I never seen so much mismanagement by the referees. Uh, oh man, it was that was that was some inconsistency right there. Like, what what the fuck is the NBA paying for when it when you look at when you see stuff like that? Because it, there's no way Devin Booker is supposed to get fouled out like like. There's <laughs> no freaking. Yeah, you know, no, not only that game, Big Baron. Th- th- there's been multiple games where the referees are like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Yeah, man. They, 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 or that's the only. If you want, the players have been great. All right, but the referees have ruined a few games. Oh man! Honestly. Oh man! They, they, so it, 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 this wasn't last night. Let's get this straight. There's been other games that was like you, you just sit there shrugging, shrugging your shoulders, like what the fuck are you guys doing? I have a perfect word for this, Jorge. This has been a continuous cycle. <laughs> yeah, it has been. I laugh, but I laugh because it's right. One hundred percent. This has been this has been a slippery slope of disappointment, and that damn it, last <laughs> night was the tip of the iceberg. It was the cream of the of the crop. It was it was, it was the whipped cream. It was it was the cherry on top. Cause ah man, it, between injuries of referees, I it, it's been it's it's been crazy. But I do have to say the competitive nature though, as far as the teams, it's still been great. Still been good, man. It's still been good. Still been good. I, I, I agree. This, this playoffs has been fun to watch. Um, like I said, um, you know, when, uh, when when the bum got knocked out, I felt that kind of opened up the, the, the floodgates to say, hey, okay, the old guard is down, and let's see who what, what new blood or what youngin can come up there or what new team, new generation, whatever you want to call it. We'll see who's going to take his place. And right now it looks like it's going to be Phoenix in the West and uh, you know, and Atlanta and Markey. Well, we don't know yet because he's still have a lot more to go. It's only 1-1. Um, is that your opinion or is that fact? I think there's a, I think there's a 100% fact. Um, Ooh, he said 100% fact. When, when, when the Lakers went down, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking about LeBum. When the favorite, when Anthony Davis and LeBum did not make it and the Lakers went down, okay, I believe that uh, that opened up the floodgates. Because look, look, we're seeing teams that have not been in this position in a long time. When was the last time we see Phoenix in this position? What, Dan Wally and Charles Barkley? Um... The Clippers, you know, they actually kind of made it to the Western Conference Finals, but, you know, with Leonard out and everything, it looks like they're going to go bye-bye. And when's the last time the Clippers went this far in the playoffs? Um, then we look at we look on the east side, Atlanta and Milwaukee have, you know, what, 
okay, Milwaukee's been here before, but it wasn't expected to get past Brooklyn and Atlanta. Jesus, when's the last time Atlanta was there? Dominic Wilkins and Spud Webb? So, I mean, you know, we've seen teams that have not been in this position in the NBA in a long time, and it's exciting to watch. It's not the Lakers and Celtics every year. And you're seeing new teams. I think you're seeing new blood. I think Devin Devin Booker is already a superstar, and I think Phoenix is just on the verge of making a run for the next few years. If they stay together, they might add, they could probably add a few pieces. But Phoenix right now is a team that feature, and they could possibly win it right now because they look like the best team out of all four of them. <sighs> Am I wrong? Are we talking about the playoffs right now? Or are we talking about the future? We're talking about both. I, I, look, Phoenix, what Phoenix did uh, as far as knocking out the Lakers and have been the seems like the, the strongest team uh, right now. Do probably if you would put odds in Vegas right now, I think favorite, I think Phoenix is favorite to win the NBA title. That's for now. But as far as going in the future, I think if Phoenix keeps this together and they add a, uh, add a couple role pieces. They could be set up nicely for the next few years. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Okay, look. This is what I have to say about this. As of right now, I feel like Phoenix, as far as the last four teams left in the playoffs, Phoenix is the best one out of all of them. I only say that due to the respect that you know Kawhi Leonard is not going to play in these playoffs. Okay, the um, when they I don't know if you noticed, but the first report came out he had a torn ACL, and then it went from a torn ACL to an MCL um, sprain or whatever, and then from there, it's just been he hasn't been playing. Um, but like um, the other team, the Clippers, the Clippers is only as good as the owner's pocketbook. Um, Milwaukee is only good if the general manager wakes up and look at the free agent market that's about to come up and actually add some pieces. Um, who well, Atlanta? Shit, that Atlanta is coming. They just needed some more pieces. But if Doc Rivers ever figure out how to manage the second half, um, and if what is it? Brooklyn's healthy. And you still got Dallas out there. You still got Portland out there. You still got Golden State out there. Um, I feel like it's it's more competitive. I don't think the changing of the guard is coming as of yet. I may I give it another three years. I give it three more years. Two, maybe two, but three for sure. As far as the changing of the guard. Because the pieces are slowly getting places as far as in the east side and the west. But as far as for right now, I give it to Phoenix because they upgraded and got Chris Paul. The only thing that I can say about that is we have to see if they're going to re-sign him uh, as far as in the future. Because that's, well, I, because that's I, a I, lot of things that we that you have to consider when we talk about basketball. Because... Uh, the free agent market this year and, and you know, saying the thing about the trade. Did you know about Tyler Hero? Miami Heat is trying to trade him. Um, Jalen uh, Bronson of the Dallas uh, Mavericks, 
his his dad's been talking to the um to the Knicks uh Knicks people as far as getting him with the Knicks. I didn't even know his his dad was cool with with the Knicks people like that. Um, it's it's a lot of things that's gonna happen in this all season. So I I don't know. We 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 might see the changing of the guard as far as either the east or the west, but I don't know as far as like as as far as like the superstar roles yet. I give it another three years. Two to three, max. I I, I think the I think the new generation is coming 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 sooner than that. Um, but we'll see. Uh, it might be a couple more years, but I think they're, I think they're, they're, you're starting to see some of the future superstars in the NBA peaking in his playoffs, and uh, we'll see what the future holds. My question um, to you is: Is that did you see did you did you see the draft lottery? Yes, I did, sir. And I, dang, I thought the Cleveland Cavaliers was going to win it again. Nah, you didn't tell me that on the phone. You was pissed at Orlando because of that because you sh- you should have gotten that top five. And uh, well, uh, yes, if you want to get personal as a Bulls fan, yes, I was pissed that Atlanta had two damn picks. All we needed was one team in the top four, and then it would have been Chicago's pick. And what did Atlanta? In classic Atlanta fa- fashion, uh, they got the eighth pick, and then we all needed was one more pick from another team for the Bulls to get a top four pick. And what does Atlanta do? Oh yeah, we'll take the fit. we'll take them number five spot, so we don't get anything. Now, I like the trade. I like Nukovic. I think he's going to be a good asset for the Bulls. But we could have used a top-tier player because, you know, the Bulls are one of the saddest teams in the NBA right now. And they have not approved when everybody seems to be tanking. And it just didn't, it didn't help. It didn't, didn't help my team at all. But... Going back to my first point, I thought Cleveland Cavaliers have won this draft so many damn times it's ridiculous, and I really thought they were going to win it again, and they almost did. But thank God they did not. And the top two picks are, uh, you know, we have uh, Detroit, my hated Detroit Pistons, Akeem Olajuwon and the Houston Rockets, and then the third pick is where Cleveland, even though Cleveland didn't win the draft, they get the third pick, they're still going to get a very good player if they don't screw it up like they have in the past. They probably will. Yeah, they probably will. That's right. Because honestly, the best player on the board, in my opinion, is Jalen Green, the, the shooting guard that uh, went to the G League straight out of high school. I think that's the and and then second after that is Mobley from Southern California. That big man. Um, I, I like Mobley. I've seen him in the tournament, watched him during the year. I, I like his game, and I, I think he's going to be – I think he's going to – one one person out of this uh, job, I think, is going to be a superstar uh, after some time. Honestly, I feel like he could go to either team, Detroit or Houston, because, you know what I'm saying, Detroit got the one, number one and Houston got the – excuse me, got the number two. So I th- I feel like he can go to either one as far as when it comes to big man because both teams need a big man. Yeah, but are they going to go that route? I I I don't know. Like you said, you th- you told me yesterday you think you think that uh, Houston's going to screw up and get that kid from Cunningham from Oklahoma State, and I don't know. Um, they kind of well. Let's see what Detroit does. If they go big man and they go Mobley, what's Houston going to do? If or if Detroit goes guard or something, then you are know, we? Our Detroit Mobley could there, just, gonna grab Our Detroit could just Mulligan and they could pick Cunningham up. 
Yeah. Well, like you said, though, they have been Wallace here, and, you know, he's the big man. So I, and like I said, Detroit, they lost two big men. You know, they lost uh, Griffin and, and Drummond. So I think they would be very smart. And like I said, I don't like him. I, I, hope, they, I hope they fudge it up somehow. But if, they, but if they do pick Mobley, I think that's a good fit for them. Who, Detroit? Yes. They need a big man. Like I said, you 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 mentioned yesterday that they lost two big two big men and they have. So they need to they need someone to fill that position. And you get the number one pick, I think you know you got you have to at least consider Mowgli, don't you? Yeah, you could yeah. You should. You should. But I'm trying to figure out how um, Orlando's going to mulligan their picks. Who? I said I'm trying to figure out how Orlando's going to mulligan their picks. <laughs> but see, the, the word on the street is Houston's willing to trade their number two pick. Uh, that, that that's very interesting, and and my question I asked you that question yesterday, and I also again today. What is it going to take for the Houston Rockets to move out of that number two position? Which you know this year the number two position ain't too bad because you are going to get a quality player because we think there's four top quality players at least. So if you for using the trade out of that number two pick and give someone you know maybe a, a franchise type player. What what does Houston need to get out of that spot? What would they ask of other teams? How many picks? Um, you know, is there any players involved? What is Houston willing? If they if they put it out there, say we're willing to trade. What did they want? What would the trade? What would say Boston or whoever comes to Houston says, okay, we want a real deal. What's your asking price? Probably a superstar and swap a pick, swap picks. Do you think there's any added added picks to this? Probably. Probably maybe one or two. If anything, it'll probably be like a multi team um um type of a trade so um everybody can like all the contracts can get squared away, you know, type of deal. Or like they can like uh, pay, you know, pay and then like you know, uh, what sign and trade or some crap like that, or it, you never know. I think the sky's the limit. But I feel like we're gonna see a lot of um, high school players go to the G League. Well, if these two players that we that you just mentioned in your top four, if these two players uh, come out from the G League and their top NBA uh, picks, uh, I think yes, I agree with you. I think you're going to see more of this, and the kids who don't want to go to school for one year or whatever, they're going to go to the G League. They're going to be playing with men, better players than you that you're probably going to find in college, so, and they're going to get the NBA training. So I, I do believe that more high school kids whose sole attention is to get into the NBA, um, you know, and I think that's I think that's going to flourish in the next three to five years if it takes that long. Yeah, that's fair. What do you think the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to do with their with a third pick? 
Fuck it up. Um, they'll probably go. <laughs> they'll probably get a point guard. Uh, I think they'll probably get the point guard from um Gonzaga because they're trying to get rid of Colin Saxton immediately, like expeditiously, like right now. They're trying to get rid of him. They're trying to get him out of Cleveland, like bad. So I think that that that's why I choose him as far as going to Cleveland, and it wouldn't be a bad pick either. Most definitely. Yeah. Now that's gonna be fun. Uh, that's gonna be fun. Hopefully, better than last year. <laughs> yeah. Worse than last year. We both did horrible last year. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. It was just. It was bad. But it was fun though. It, it was fun. Now nah, that was. It was fun. All right. So. Let's see what else we can talk about in sports. Oh, have you heard, Jorge? The Lightning have advanced to the Stanley Cup, and they're going to be playing the Montreal Canadiens. Yes, I I, I did hear this. It saddened me to see Timba Bay back in the NBA, I'm sorry, NHL uh, Finals. Um, New York played a gritty series, but they did get knocked off, and uh, our, our champion, both of our champions, uh, Las Vegas, they got beat by the Montreal Canadiens, which is a surprise to me. Surprise me too, buddy. Surprise and, uh, me too. You know, I hate to see any, uh, you know, it's been a long time since any Canadian team won an NHL, and I like to keep it that way, so I, I am going for the USA team, and no, no, no bunch of French Canadians, and I'm going with Tampa Bay, and I hope they sweep Montreal in the NHL finals. Look, I don't. I hope you don't go around giving teams the the Drake curse. So I'm just gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna just watch the Stanley Cup. <laughs> but um, I got breaking news um, because we didn't speak about it. That's why it's breaking. I get it. Okay, <laughs> I'll, take that. I'll take that. Okay, we didn't talk about the Trailblazers hiring Chauncey Phillips. I think it's a good hire. I like it because of the roster that he has and freaking his mindset. And and now I admit you got Damian Lillard learning from Chauncey Phillips. I like that. I, I, I like that too. Um, but. That was, to me, to me, that was a surprise pick. 
Um, and I actually like it because I'm tired of these these coaches being recycled from one team to another, and they do a mediocre job. So uh, I think Portland. No, is Portland reaching? Yes, they are. But I think ITT needs to reach. They have nothing to lose, and you have a superstar whose window's closing. So you, if you're going to do it, you need to do it now. And I think Phillips uh, being in uh, Lillard's ear definitely a plus. Yeah, because he's getting tired. He wants to leave. Um, yes. Since you talk about recycled, you know, saying the Pacers, they rehired uh, Rick Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Classic classic example of recycled. And we didn't talk about the recycled of player to coach because Dallas Mavericks, they hired Jason Kidd. I, I think, and, and you're the one that said this in the beginning, and I, I've jumped on board. I think Jason Kidd and Dallas is the perfect fit. Uh, Luke, I mean, man, can Luke learn from it, from Jason Kidd? Oh, definitely. And I, I, just, I think it's just going to make his game a lot better. I, I, I really think Jason Kidd is going to be uh, very successful in Dallas. Honestly, I like it because Giannis did not want that man to leave. He did not want Jason Kidd to leave. And I don't know why they let Jason Kidd walk out the door, but they let him walk out the door. Could you imagine if he would have stayed? He would have probably made that guy like a like a stretch five out of this bitch. <laughs> been a stretch five. But I think that he's going to improve Luca's vision and passing. I oh man, it's it's I can't wait. I think that he's gonna make the right decision and Hate to tell you this, since I'm talking about the Mavericks, they hired Nico Harrison as the president of basketball operations because they got rid of Donnie Nelson after, you know, saying 50,000 years. They got rid of the guy. <clears throat> but if you don't know him, he used to be a Nike exec and he served for, for Nike as vice president in the North American basketball operations. So there you go. Besides that, my good sir. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. This is recorded. It's okay. I, I could, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Besides that, the Celtics, man, they hired freaking the Baltic, the Brooklyn Nets uh, assistant coach. I can't even pronounce his name. I, I don't want to disres you know, disrespect his name, but... Um, he did seven-year term under uh, Greg Popovich, and um, we'll see what he does because this is a big deal as far as if you're a Celtics fan because they don't really have a lot of head coaches that, as far as so they have a good reputation of you know sticking with that guy. So we'll see how this works as far as for the head coach and Brad Stevenson. As far as the new GM, I think this is, uh, we talked we talked a little bit this a little bit a little bit about this yesterday. Um, I think this is a horrible move. I think this I think Boston uh, dropped the ball on this one. I think there was way better coaches out there. Now you know we'll see what Brad Stevens can do as he as he uh, replaces Danny Ainge. Um, I don't like this move at all. I don't think it's going to work. And uh, well, I mean we'll see. We could you know we we could be wrong. We've been wrong in the past. It won't be wrong in the future, but on this one, um, I'm not, I'm not filming it, and I don't think it's a good fit. Oh, you want to hear something funny? What's that? The odds to land the number one overall pick as far as in the NBA before the draft, right? Check this shit out. Yeah. 
Your Cle- Cleveland Cavaliers had 11.5% <laughs> chance. <laughs> They're not my Cleveland Cavaliers, but yeah. Well, your Bulls had 4.5%. Yeah, it, it was not good when I when I saw that when I was watching the, the pre-draft show and I saw that I'm like, damn. You know that that really don't mean anything because we've seen surprises before where True. teams have had one percent chance and I'm um, getting that ball in there and getting the number one pick. So yeah, the team that's, you know, something that NBA that. But here, here's the funny yeah. one. Here's the funny one for this year though. Just just the for this year. Yeah, for this year. Well, no, no, I'm saying like, hear, hear me out. The funniest thing about this year, as far as three teams, three teams had 14 percent. And if you look at, and when I tell you these three teams, you're gonna be like, well, damn. The Rockets, the Pistons, and the Orlando Magic. Two of these teams are number one and number two as far as the number one overall pick and the number two pick. And that's some shit. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, Orlando and Golden State had two picks per, you know, per, per this lottery, and neither one of them can get inside the top, uh, top four. Uh, I mean, I mean, Golden State has to be really disappointed. I mean, fourteen and seven. I mean, you know, Golden State's maybe one, two players away from being back in the NBA Finals. Um, so they they struck out, and Orlando does what Orlando does, and you know, I think they'll fudge up their picks anyway, and. uh We'll see what happens, but uh, the draft, the NBA draft, the team that usually is, has the worst record, and even though it was a little different this year because we had the, the, the what's it called, the playing games, the team that usually needs it the most or has the worst record normally doesn't get to number one pick in the NBA draft. That's fact. So uh, it really doesn't surprise me anymore uh, who, who the teams that uh, win the NBA lottery. The only thing that I can't believe is Cleveland has been so lucky so many times and they still can't get it right. Sucks for them. Hey, let's talk yeah, about a little right. baseball since we're on it. <laughs> Shall we? This won't take long, or I swear. This won't take long. Go ahead. Okay. What do you got for me? Oh, what I got for you? The clubs, the Cubs, yeah, the Chicago Cubs, they they, they combined for a no-hitter. That was two days ago. The MLB is going to be checking to see, you know what I'm saying, if they used any enhancements or anything on their hands. All right. Aaron Nolan. Ties MLB record with 10 consecutive strikeouts. The MLB uh-huh. will be investigating him for uh, performance and accessories on his hands. Let's see. So, so is this where we're at now in baseball? Every time that someone pitches a good game, we're going to check the balls now? Is that, is, that what we're, is that what we're doing now? Mike Soroka, uh, Soroka I can't pronounce his name right, for uh, Atlanta Braves. He re-tears, he re-tears his Achilles. Ugh. That's not good. Yeah. I hope he didn't. I hope this isn't the, because he will stop using shit um, on his hands for throwing strikes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't tearing, know either. Man, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a hard comeback. I do have to say, um, Fernando Tejadas, he hit three homers. Yes, I Yesterday. saw that. This, this man, is, I think he has, he has to be the best player in baseball right now, doesn't he? I I think he's the most entertaining baseball player to watch right <laughs> now. But I, don't, I, I I still think you got your go-hards. But, yeah, I, yeah I'm going to agree with you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah he's the man right now. 
<laughs> yeah, it's hard to deny, man. Every time I point on Sports Center, this guy's hitting shit out the damn park, like on a rapid pace. Um, so uh, I want to uh, Arizona. Have they won yet? Is there is there losing streak? Has it went into the twenties yet? Don't know. Don't know, man. My baseball oh, people haven't got it up with. My baseball people haven't gotten up to me yet as far as any um, updates, so I don't have anything to share as far as when it comes to their losing. Okay, because there was on there was one uh, there was on one hell of a losing streak. And I was like to know if it continued or if they finally got they actually got a game in. Yeah, their road losing streak was like twenty three, <laughs> like twenty three <laughs> games. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all on the road? Y'all just say we're gonna party. Everywhere we go, like I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know what they do. I don't want to accuse them of that, but I, I, I'm just saying, as a fan, I'm like, I came here to see them, though, not the other team. What the fuck, <laughs> you know? So, um, so well, I, I, th- I think it's a sad thing for baseball that now that every every time someone has a good pitching game, we're, we're checking, we're checking for, we're checking the balls now to see if they cheated. Sad, sad, sad in baseball <laughs> now. You want to hear something? Wait, you want to hear something funny? You might not have seen this on Sports Center. I, I don't know exactly who it was, but there was um, there was a pitcher coming. I believe he was with the A's, and he was coming off the field. And so the umpire asked to see the ball, you know, because he was checking for substance. So what the guy did is, and I can't, I don't remember his name, but he, uh, he so he dropped, he gave the ball and the glove to the umpire. Dropped his drawers, yes. Took his pants down and rubbed his belt. And I mean, he was really showing up the referee with dog powers what he was doing. Saying, because the referee was like, hey, let me check. And so he, and so the guy's like, here, you can check everything. Check my pants, check my hat, check my glove, check my ball. And it was just funny because he, once he, he took his hat off, he, 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 he took, he unbuckled his pants, you know, where they put some, you know, they put stuff in their belt. So he, so he showed it to the referee. He dropped his pants all the way down to his ankles and put his hands up. I thought that was hilarious. That's I know crazy. you probably didn't see that, but the visual was very funny because even the umpire started laughing. Yeah, I yeah, I gotta check it out. <laughs> yeah, you check that one out. That was that was that was good. It was, I mean, I mean, it did make me laugh. It was good. Did you at least see see the highlights of Javante Davis fight last night? No, I didn't. No, sir, I did not. Me neither. I just saw it. It was on ESPN. It was a. Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't ESPN. I'm, I'm thinking about the uh, Urolinko fight. He fought last night. He fought a, fought an Asian dude. Mm, did he win? Beat the shit out of him. Uh, <laughs> that was on. Uh, that was top rank. That was ESPN as far as the Urolinko fight. But uh, Javante Davis, he fought uh, Barrios, and I think that was on Showtime. Oh, yep, because of uh, Mayweather. But um, yeah, he uh, beat him in the eleventh, KO'd him. It was good. There's a fight on. There's a fight on ESPN tonight that uh, I'm going to watch, which is strange to have a fight on Sunday night instead of Saturday night. Yeah, man. I I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about when it, uh, ESPN when it comes to scheduling. They're kind of everywhere. But anywho, uh, shall we dabble in some... Oh, I do have to say one other thing about hockey. The Seattle Kraken, they hired a head coach. Yeah, 
Luckily for everybody that's listening to this, I cannot pronounce his name, so you do not have to hear me torture or 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 or, or just just butcher his name like if it was uh, your favorite karaoke song. So you don't have to you don't have to do that. I just uh, want. Okay, I, I don't know where you're going with this, but go ahead. I just wanted to let it be known that they they have a head coach now, so we'll see how if they're going to actually be good or if they're going to suck. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that we can wait on to find out. Shall we get into some foosball, Bobby? Sure. Just, uh, I know uh, I know this is going to, uh, we did not talk about this, but uh, I do want to talk, to, you know, touch on it a minute because you are a soccer fan. Did you happen to catch the Italy in Austria game yesterday? No. Did no. you know what happened in that game? No. Well, let me tell you, my good, my good friend of soccer. Um, Austria, in the second half, it was 0-0 at zero, zero halftime. Austria came out. They, Austria changed their scheme in the second half, and it was working against Italy's uh, you know, tough defense. So Austria scored a goal, so they thought. Well, due to instant replay not being in soccer, it was it, it was it showed that the guy was off sides, but even the announcer said that was a very cheese call because it was like centimeters, like inches, like I mean the offsides. I mean even me even me being a fan of Italy because I I'm of my Italian descent, um, thought that was a bad call, and they disallowed the goal from Austria, which basically took the wind out of their sails, and then later on in the match, Italy scored one one. I mean, I'm sorry. They scored. They won nothing. And then in the final moments, they uh, actually extra time. By the way, this game did go in extra time. And and then just for shit and giggles, uh, Italy put the capper on with the with the crazy goal that they made and put the nail in the coffin two to zero. Uh, so I think honestly, Austria got robbed. I thought it was a bad call, and if you haven't seen it, you can go ahead and look at it and give me your opinion when you do see it. But you know, I'm glad Italy won, but I'm not glad the way they won. Bad, bad call, refs. Very bad call. And I'm gonna be understand, uh, you know, offsides in soccer. But um, they showed it, and he was offsides technically, I guess. But it was a very bad cheesy call. And that year actually meant something because that was around sixteen. It was an it was an elimination game. It wasn't just you know no more you know playing each other in in the groups. This was you lose you go home, and for that to happen to them, I, I that that was that was bad. So Italy won. Italy won two nothing. Okay, so why you feel guilty? They won the well, game. I don't like the way they won. I, I they won by referee call, and I don't think that was right. Just, just I, I'm just saying. But you say let's move on to some foosball. So, what would you like to talk about first in, in the word of foosball? I don't know, man. We had a good conversation yesterday about different things, so. Well, would you like to, uh, you know, let's go on it. It's about that time of the year to let's continue our college rankings as far as recruiting has uh, done because that's been a staple on this show. So, would you like to get into it, sir? Damn, I wasn't. I got to. Hold on. 
Ah, you wasn't ready for that. Mm, no, not <laughs> yet. Well, well, so what are we looking up? We looking up? Uh, it's twenty. We looking up twenty twenty two as far as recruiting rankings. Yes. Um. Uh, yes, sir. All right. So the at number ten we got Southern Cal. At number nine we have Boston College. At number eight we have Texas. At number seven we have Rutgers. At number six we have Oklahoma. At number five, we have Penn State. At number four, we have Georgia. At number three, we have LSU. At number two, we have Notre Dame. And at number one, we have Ohio State. Now, three things jump out of jump out at me big time. And the first thing that that, that that jumps out at me, where the hell is Alabama? Alabama's not in the top ten. Are you serious? Uh, I didn't hear you say Alabama in that top ten list. They're not and, up here. And Boston College number nine, Rutgers number six, really? And you can—I guess you can say Rutgers okay because Shiano's back there, and when he was there the first time, he did very well. Probably should have never left. But when how did Boston College come out of nowhere? Boston College. And for the record, I want to let this be known. This is from the records of June the 8th. So this is from earlier this month. Okay, understood. But uh, where the hell is Alabama? You can't tell me Alabama's not the top 10. Clemson's not up there either. Who? Clemson's not up there either. Yeah, surprising. No Florida team is up there either. No Miami, no Florida State, no Florida. Where's the Florida team? There's <laughs> no one to be found. Only one Texas team? Shit. <laughs> and I think that, I think I don't even think they're going to be. I don't even think they're going to be good anyway. They lost all their they lost all their good players to Ohio State. Well, that's Ohio State. Ohio State went in about right Texas. Because, uh, you see, like you told me, that the quarterback that the house that's going to be starting is from Texas, and he said he didn't want to go to Texas because they're no good. And he's, and he's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, people are hating on him because, you know, they, they think he's a, you know, a traitor and all that. But, you know, the dude's right. Texas is not good, and they're not going to be good. And by him going there, it's not probably going to help him. So, so if his goal is to be prime time and get into the college playoffs, which we need to talk about, by the way. As, it, as it's constructed right now, you have four teams. Texas ain't getting nowhere in that top four. So if he wants to play on that type of a level, going to Ohio State, is, I, as much as I hate to say it now, we'll be rooting against him. That's the right call. Honestly, this doesn't look good for Texas because he did it publicly. <laughs> yes. Why do you think the fans are hating on him, calling him a, a traitor? That's why. But you know what, though? Say what you want. The, 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 the young man spoke the truth. The, he did not tell any lies. Texas fans might not like it, and they might not want to admit it. But the, the young man spoke the truth. 
And Ohio State has, and this ain't the first time this has happened. Ohio State, they, 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 they recruit Texas very heavily, which, you know, I guess a lot of schools do. But Ohio State's been very successful going into Texas and pulling out good players to play on their team. And Texas and Texas A&M and TCU and then teams, the big teams in the area are, you know, getting out swindled by Ohio State and their own state. Happens to Florida every year. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, like I said, you know this as well as I do. When Miami, Florida State, and the Haiti Gators, when they draft heavily in the state of Florida, they are good. When they get a bunch of bums from other, well, I shouldn't say bums, but when they get a bunch of other players from other states and so forth, then they're not so good. So we know Florida in Texas is hotbeds of high school football, college football, and you have to draft in them states. Look at, look at Clemson. I've, thought, I've talked about this before. Clemson basically raped Miami, uh, raped the state of Florida. Half their damn, when they, won, when they won the National Championship a couple right. years ago, when it, I think when it was Lawrence or Watson, even when Watson was on the team and they were winning, beating Alabama, half the damn defense was Miami, half the team, especially on the defensive side of the ball, were Miami players. They came straight out of Miami. So, Miami Hurricanes, what the hell are you doing? Florida State, Florida, where are you guys at? You're letting Clemson, that team from fucking South Carolina, come in and rape Florida and let them win national championships. If you keep them guys at home, then the Florida schools would be better. But that's what's going on right now. And until that until that changes, the Florida's, the Florida schools in Miami are going to be in the same situation that they are now, and it's getting your ass kicked by everybody. Okay. And um, I know we didn't talk about this yesterday, but we did mention it previously. Uh, the college football playoffs. They they are going to 12 teams in 2023. How do you feel about that? And honestly, for me, I don't like it. Honestly, I think a whole bunch of people just made a whole bunch of money with that commitment right there. Yes. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! That's what the people are hearing, the Big Vern. Cha-ching! Yes, they are making a lot more money. But I'm going to tell you why I don't like it. How many years now has college football said every game counts, every game matters, right? That was their, you know, that was their thing. Oh, every game matters, you know, it doesn't well, matter. we're about to if see if game, that, we're, we're about, every game matters. We're about to see now. We're about to see, oh. we're about to see because now the, well, oh, oh, since we're talking about college, um, uh, one of the, the people that are in the committee, he, he got diagnosed with cancer, so I think he's going to be, um, drop like he's going to be um dropping his his seat so we're going to be seeing a new committee chairman or committee person as far as on that board when it comes to what we're talking about so you you also have to consider that as well uh uh yeah i did not know that thank you for that nugget uh yeah if if he is stepping down for health reasons and we got another commissioner coming in not 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 a commissioner that's gonna matter not a commissioner it's one of the uh, he's a like one of the people the trustees he's one of the people he's not the commissioner he's just one of the people that uh that holds one of the votes and, and stuff like that 
But uh yeah. Um but besides that, I think this is this is good. Um I would have probably liked to seen eight. I think that would have been a little bit more better. Twelve is a little I don't know, twelve is a little bit overkill. I don't <laughs> but we're gonna see if it works. But I would have rather saw eight. I think eight would would have been perfect because uh you got enough designated bowl game sites to make make eight make eight teams or how many games that's going to be work out but 12 that's that's a little excessive but i don't know well my my feelings about this is is i don't like it i think it's 12 is way too money i like the four the way they have it now because you know i mean every game does matter because if you lose two games you're gone you might get you might get in with one if no one else is undefeated but the problem the problem is this you know, and the, the, besides the money aspect of the NCAA, and that's the only reason they're doing this, let's not, you know, let's not, uh, you know, let's call it what it is. It's a money grab, and people are going to watch. So, but my, my problem is this, is that people, and one of the reasons this came about is people are, are tired of saying the same teams in the college playoffs. And since this thing has started, it is three teams has been in the playoffs almost every single year. And it's Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and maybe some other team from the Pac-10 or Big 12 that can get out with just one one loss or no losses. But or maybe even you know Notre Dame get out, get in a couple of times got their butt whooped. So I think people are tired of seeing the same four teams. But if you, I don't care if you spend it to 64 teams, if Ohio State and Clemson. And Alabama is just better than everybody else, and they're recruiting better than everybody else. At the end of the day, you're still going to have the same three teams in the national championship. So I don't care if, okay, so if there's 12 teams, let's break this down. You got five power conferences. So it's safe to say, if you win the 12 teams, even if you just go to eight, whoever wins some conferences, whoever the conference champion is, that's an automatic bid. Boom, done. Just do it, make it an automatic bid, you're done. Let's take care of your power your power conferences. Now, the other ones are for teams like UCF and uh, I don't know who else is out there, Louisiana, Lafayette, Coastal Carolina, them t- Liberty, them type of teams. So how do you how do you how do you uh, how do you how do you rank that? How do you do that? Like, if they win the conference or if they go one loss undefeated, who? Because you know, at the end of the day, someone's going to. It's like the NCAA tournament, Vern, for basketball. Sixty-four teams get in the tournament, but there's always teams crying, "Hey, we got robbed! We got robbed! This isn't going to happen in college football." Some team in I don't know, God knows where, somewhere in the South that no one heard of. They have a good year, and they get and oh, hey, we should be in the way. We not even know that UCF cries every year. So, you know, I, I just don't think, adding more teams, I don't think is, is a solution. I think it adds more problems. And I agree with you. If they're going to expand this thing, let's expand it to eight. Get your five college power, get your five power conferences in there. Get a couple of wild cards from maybe from the lower divisions. And then, you know, and be done with the 12. That's, that's too many that's for for, I don't know, smaller teams or teams who did not win their conference and get in. It's a little excessive. Too much, because you know what that you know what that you know what that's going to cause. I'm going to tell you what it's going to cause problems. Because say, uh, all right, I'll give you an example. Say Alabama is playing Georgia in the SEC final. Alabama beats them. Oh, but Georgia only got one loss, or, or you know the only loss was Alabama. 
oh, let's put them in. We got 12 teams. Let's put them in. And that's what's going to happen. And it's going to water down the games. The season, the regular season, isn't going to count that much anymore. And it's going to be the same damn teams in there until until people can get up to the recruiting of Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. And that doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon because it doesn't look like any of them coaches are leaving. And it's not, at the end of the day, it's still going to be the same teams until some program steps up, gets to the recruiting on the same recruiting that they're doing, and they can go in there and beat them. I mean, Alabama's what won five titles in eight years? That's damn ridiculous. That's impressive. Five titles in nine years or something like that? That's ridiculous. That's impressive, though. Yeah, it's shit. Nick Saban has outcoached Bear Bryant, and Bear Bryant is God in Alabama. And this guy's this guy has come in and beat his record. Very damn impressive. Very damn impressive. I never thought when Nick Saban had that horrible job at the Miami Dolphins when he came back into college. He would be this successful. Now I thought I knew he was going to be successful, some to a certain extent. He 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 did a good job at Michigan State. He won the title at LSU. He 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 he, he then he went to the pros. Didn't work. It was horrible. Actually, I hope Miami debacle was actually a joke. I thought he was, I thought really he was finished after that. He comes back in Alabama and builds a dynasty in college football to the likes we haven't seen in a very long time, and we might not ever see again. And all this guy does, he keeps signing extensions, extensions, and extensions. So let's, there's a whole problem that comes out of nowhere. Nick Saban is going to be at Alabama for a very long time, unfortunately, for the rest of college football. If you're not an Alabama fan. Yeah, he's going to be a GOAT among coaches. He's already in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Look, I had to go back to college. Show these motherfuckers out. <laughs> you know, because um, I'm very interested to see uh, what Urban Meyer is going to do. Because you know, some of these hot, so-called hot college coaches, they get onto the pros and get their ass handed to them, and then they put their tail in between the legs and they go back to college. So we'll see if that happens with Urban Meyer, or if he if he can buck the trend and, and actually you know put a winner in the field in Jacksonville and uh, not have to uh, you know go back to college or just retire. I have to say something, though. Nick Saban is probably, like, the only Bill Belichick guy under, you know, saying, like, tree that actually has rings. Yes, that's 100%, 100% right. <laughs> and he went back to college. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't do it in the pros, obviously. And neither could Steve Spurrier either. And he's another one that went and wanted to try his hand in professional football. And he had to put his tail in between his legs and go back to college and try to do something with South Carolina. Yeah, that was, that, that was just sad. Sad, sad, sad. I'm talking about Steve Spurrier when he was in the in the NFL. That was just sad. It was. Oh yeah, that, that oh, was man. sad. Mm-hmm. That, that was. It was. It was. It wasn't good for your Washington or your dad's Washington Redskins. Oh man, I still had to watch it. It was. It was. It was. Oh man. Train wreck. 
Yeah, it was. No breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was bad. Well, it we, was bad. Well, we got four minutes left. Do you have anything to add? Um. Well, uh, fantasy football is around the corner, so I'm sure we're going to have a fantasy football show. So uh, tune into that. Uh, we're going to have an NBA draft special. Uh, so you know, keep tuning in, folks. Uh, we'll be coming up with more shows, and we're all, you know 100 days away from football. So we have people who are football Stucker fanatics. Is counting. And, uh, he is counting. Huh? He's counting the days. Yes, we're counting the days. Yes, two football fans do this, Big Ryan. We count down the days to opening season in college and professional. Uh, do you have any boxing notes? Any fights coming up that we should be that we want to watch? Oh yeah, there's going to be some coming up. I think um, next month, but I'll talk about them more on next show. Okay. Well, with that being said, do you have anything else, Big Ryan? Heck nah, man. I am out, man. I'm trying to watch. Okay, the, man, I'm man. trying to watch the game today, enjoy man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We are out of here. Watch the game. Watch the games. Enjoy.